Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to this edition of Mind Podcast. This is Adit Kapadia coming to you on a very special um, midweek podcast, a half the midweek podcast. Uh, we didn't do our regular Sunday one uh, because, of course, the state elections in India, uh, the results were expected on Tuesday morning India time and what a day it was. So here, here uh, we are ready to analyze those results. Um Sunanda is not uh, going to be on the on the uh, on the mind podcast for the next few weeks or so but we're going to have guests promote uh, promote will be joining us and stuff so um, uh, stay tuned um, we'll be on but then she'll be back soon of course uh, so uh, we're going to have a, a great lineup so today to discuss with me what the numbers mean um, what this means for the bjp what it means for the congress is mind makers columnist and host of the india rising podcast uh mohal joshi uh who's who's uh, written on variety of issues but lately has written a very detailed piece on what how the states would do before the elections so now he's back post polls to analyze his own piece and the results itself so welcome to mind podcast mohal thanks adish or or i should say welcome again to mind podcast <laughs> so <laughs> Uh, I mean, um, so so let's start. Let let me give the numbers first, right? And then we can start analyzing the numbers. So the numbers: um, five states went to polls: uh, Chhattisgarh, Madhya Pradesh, um, Rajasthan, Mizoram, and Telangana. And uh, it was a bit of a surprise in a lot of the states. Um, Chhattisgarh, especially, where a lot of people expected a close contest, the Congress won a stupendous majority, winning 68 out of the 90 seats and reducing the BJP to 15. In Madhya Pradesh, it's still a neck and neck fight. I guess uh, Congress now has emerged as the single largest party with 114 seats, so it looks like it will form the government. But BJP came very close at 109. in mizoram uh, the congress was ousted as the mizo national front made a comeback after 10 years winning 26 out of the 40 seats in rajasthan where a lot of people believed that the bjp would not put up that much of a fight they put up quite a bit of fight and congress ended up with 99 seats so one sort short of the mark needed for a simple majority and in telangana it was the trs all the way they won 88 out of 119 seats so that's a humongous majority So um initially what are the what are your thoughts uh, Mohal this is a 30 for the congress uh, certainly a setback for the bjp and um, a flip for the congress i mean they were, had been losing elections left right and center and suddenly three reversals in hindi heartland yeah uh, definitely it will be a boost for the congress party workers who have been suffering defeat after defeat so this should uh, up their morale quite a bit before the 2019 lok sabha elections mhm absolutely uh, so let's let's i mean you know let's look at the bigger picture okay we'll start with and by bigger picture i mean we'll do like a state by state analysis and then sure. uh, we'll get into that uh, let's start with um, i think rajasthan right because that was the most talked about one where a lot of people were not giving bjp like a you know a hope in hell like Two months ago, some people even going to say that they might not even cross fifty. But um, I, I know we've talked about it, and I both of us were saying like uh, it'll be a lot closer than what you think. Personally, I I thought the Congress had an edge, and in the end, that's how how it turned out. And if you look at the vote percentages, there's barely like one percent difference between BJP and Congress. 
actually less even than that it's 0.5% between BJP and Congress that's how close the election was so is that how did BJP manage to narrow the gap in the last few days and why was it not enough to for them to push push them over the line I mean that would have to be a deeper analysis of why they didn't get a push they did there was some heavy lifting done by the prime minister uh, with quite, I believe 10 rallies at the end mm. but there was such a big deficit to start with mm. that I mean I guess you and even I felt that there was no way they could cross the 100 mark I mean BJP and it would be probably like a hung assembly which it is technically because Congress is too short of the 101 uh, simple majority mark hmm. so in the end it did end up in a hung assembly which I mean it would be like a mini defeat for uh, Congress because there were expectations was anything short of 120 would be sort of a disappointment hmm. due to the uh, reported like uh, unhappiness with the incumbent chief minister Vasundara Raje hmm. now the interesting thing is I'm sure you would have noticed since you are also a very numbers guy that uh, this year BJP got 38.8% of the vote share, which is very close to their number of 39.2 in 2003. But if they, if in 2003, because the Congress vote share was just 35 versus 39 today, they swept the state in 2003 getting 120 uh, seats. Mm. So it's interesting, I think what is happening like nationally in uh, past few elections is the BJP vote share. So if you exclude the 45 uh peak due to the Modi wave, hmm. if you average out the other uh, elections, whenever BJP has been power, it has been in the upper 30s. So it's exactly at where it was in 2003, hmm. minus the Modi wave. But what has happened is over time, the others, which were like maybe a quarter of the vote is now one fifth of the vote. So that 5% has transferred to the Congress, hmm. which helps it massively to close the gap. So obviously there is some... Uh, uh, transfer from the BJP, but uh, I believe a larger percentage is coming from the others, right. the independents collapsing to come into the BJP. And I think this is a pattern we can discuss, like it's happening in all the states yeah, and where BJP is. And especially more in Rajasthan. I mean, you, I mean, in, you know, the amount of independents, even, even in spite of that, 13 independents won with, and they had a nine and a half percent vote share. That's quite a bit. Yeah, I mean, even, even like the, not even the independents, like even like the smaller parties, hmm. they still have twenty percent vote share, which is kind of odd, because all the states usually you see like 85 percent is now usually being garnered by the in the bipolar fight. So right. the election yeah. is becoming more bipolar. Hmm. Mm. No, yeah, so Raj and, and Rajasthan, I mean, technically, if you look at it, it is bipolar, right? But then the, then you have the, the, the bizarre phenomenon where the independents almost having 10% of the vote share, right? Which is, you, you I mean, that's that's unreal. Uh, so, so uh, sorry, yeah, go on. No, I mean, uh, the others, like including the independents, the other part, the smaller parties. Yeah, RNTP, Bharatiya Tribal Party, all of those, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They, are, they had usually 20 to 30 percent of the vote share. Correct. So, uh, like 20 is maybe one of their bottom lines, but yeah, I mean, it's kind of a bit collapse, which is transferring <coughs> to Congress this mm -hmm. time around. Yeah. So that's fascinating. So, but uh, before we end the segment on Rajasthan, what do you think though? Will it be uh, Ashok Gehlot or Sachin Pilot? So as for the reports, they said like if there was 120 plus, they could comfortably install uh, uh, Sachin Pilot as the chief minister. But 
now since it's a close race where they would require help of the others they could require some deft maneuvering by ashok gelor to keep the flock in place and prevent any poaching or uh, defection so they would probably have to go with ashok gelor in that case hmm absolutely um um very fascinating point i i personally think that for the congress's sake i think the man of the match has been sachin pilot because of the amount of um time he spent in rajasthan um, almost yeah. in the, you know fighting it out um, and stuff so um, um yeah he has worked very hard uh, ty- i would say tirelessly over the past four and a half years where they have risen the party like from the like risen like the phoenix from the ashes from 21 to 99 seats Co- correct absolutely no and but i'll tell you this um the congress is always reluctant to change the old guard and so more likely than not it is going to be mr gehlot coming back but anyways so talking about the old guard let's go to the state slightly bigger than rajasthan or the big and the biggest state that went to polls madhya pradesh where it is rumored that uh, mr kamal nath is going to be the um, uh, the chief minister of uh, madhya pradesh not the kind of kamal that bjp supporters expected to win <laughs> but at least some sort of so you know madhya pradesh is the most fascinating story um bjp has won it for 15 years now and with huge ma- majority yet i think there was an expectation that even though they might lose rajasthan and even chatisgarh even if it they lose it narrowly madhya pradesh to shayad jeet jayenge a lot of bjp supporters thought that way but but then the congress gave it one heck of a fight i mean i know you and i were talking about i personally always thought that it would be close but bjp would sneak through but in the end it seems seems like um 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 uh, in the end it seems like uh, congress has emerged as a single largest party and with the two bsp um, and a few independents i think they should be able to form the government so what do you make of that so yeah i mean same i had the same feeling that it would be like uh, maybe in the um, low to mid 120 seats like as a return uh, bjp would sneak through so this was kind of a shock like the that congress was able to completely close the gap Hmm. so again i mean considering the historical average experience the modi wave like the in 2003 bjp was at 42.5 in 2008 if you consider uma bharti's separate party and bjp vote shed together it's like 42.4 hmm. so they did come down to 41 so it's not a terrible loss right i mean if you think of I it mean, it's like congress is still lower it's at 40.9 Yeah, yeah but my whole point is that it's not that bjp's vote share has suddenly collapsed mm. it's like collapsed slightly what on the other hand has happened that the others mm. who were like uh, like maybe in the 20s a decade ago now are in the 10 percentage range and some of that 4 or 5 percent shift is coming to the congress so the uh, the uh, the others are collapsing and the benefit is not going to the bjp in all of these states it's going to uh, congress so congress has been uh, like as you said it's like 40.8 it's a point one difference mm. uh, in the vote share now the interesting part i was asking somebody is that as you know bjp's vote share is always concentrated in the cities so it gets kind of less bang for its buck while uh, congress does better if it gets so if it was a equal vote share one part i don't understand is why isn't it a congress sweep 
because uh, I mean it would be well distributed while BJP would be concentrated just in the urban areas. That's no, so part. I think that is the thing. I think Congress has done a little better in some urban areas and BJP has done a little better in some rural areas. So this has been almost like a reversal of vote banks also. Also, another fascinating um, thing is, and I have to check that closely, is the ST uh, votes and how they have gone. That The tribal votes, have they gone to the BJP or have they gone back to the Congress? And um, there is also the BSP angle, right? BSP used to win four to seven seats, but BSP is down to two. And I mean, you only might think that, oh, BSP has only lost three or four, but ultimately that was the difference between the BJP and Congress. So, you know, every seat uh, matters. But I, let's let's talk about the political picture. I mean, the numbers are there, and both of us are numbers guys. But let's let's talk, talk about the political picture. Um, this changes the situation in terms of Rajya Sabha a little bit. BJP does tend to lose like a few seats from Rajya Sabha. But um, here too, there is the Sindhya versus Kamal Nath thing. But it's said that Kamal Nath kept. Big Vijay quiet and you know made sure that all the Congress people are um, following lines. So I think in Madhya Pradesh, I don't think there is almost like a debate. It's almost a foregone conclusion that if it's going to be a Congress CM, it's probably going to be Kamal Nath. Would you agree? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think uh, the earlier reports were that after his uh, coming back from exile, like when Big Vijay Singh did the Padyatra, he tried to garner support to make him the CM candidate. But once that fell apart and Congress said no which is the kind of credit to Congress that they kept Digvijay in the sidelines, otherwise they could have uh, shot themselves in the foot. Hmm. So after that, like he threw his lot with uh, Kamal Nath because like he has animosity just like Kamal Nath has with Sindhya. So Sindhya is kind of sidelined and the other two big shots are on, on one side. So it would be Kamal Nath most likely. Hmm. Hmm. So interesting very interesting um that's that's what i also feel personally i think this might still backfire i think sindhya might energize the party a lot more but then again kamal nath has all the factions in his hand so that's but what is what is interesting is this is a setback in terms that bjp uh, madhya pradesh and now we are coming to chhattisgarh but madhya pradesh rajasthan and chhattisgarh gave 62 out of 65 seats lok sabha seats to bjp now it is i must say with a big disclaimer it is completely erroneous to project these and extrapolate to lok sabha seats like <coughs> pandits and leftists on tv have been doing you cannot say that these numbers hold true so bjp will only get 30 out of 65 because national elections the mood is going to be different and like what mohal said the base is still there like there is still a 40 percent 41 percent 39 percent base so modi when he campaigns and when prime minister modi is the face i think there is going to be an incremental vote to this and so bjp might act, do significantly better but they are certainly not going to repeat a 62 out of 65 performance so how does what has the warning bells for bjp in this i mean already the analysis they have done the projections so somebody came up added up all the assembly seat votes and they said uh, in mp uh, if these votes held up mp bjp would win 17 out of 29 Mm. Rajasthan 13 out of 25 mm. and Chhattisgarh just 1 out of 11 so <laughs> there's those are the numbers for you yeah so that's that's the 31 that's the 31 that people are saying i think it will be a little better in chhattisgarh than uh what we saw now and and that makes us to chhattisgarh which was the biggest shock for a lot of pundits and Mm -hmm. everyone um people were expecting ajit jogi to do a little better and people were expecting bjp to do a little better but this was a big hammering because the difference between congress and bjp was 10 percent and i mean 
in a two party contest 10% is crazy in a three party contest oh yeah. my god and this is in spite yeah. of jogi taking some votes away from the congress yeah i mean uh, see like if you look at all the state elections even like from karnataka gujarat hmm. what i have seen is like BG, congress increases his vote share by 2 to 4% maybe there is the uh, rajasthan case where it's 6% but on an average like it's like uh, mp was 4 and a half hmm. chatisgarh is 2 and 0.7 so you see like they are not massively increasing it but uh, yeah maybe this would be an outlier case where the bjp vote share uh, which if you see like even the worst days of bjp like uh, bihar it hmm. was still 37% and up was 42 so what i'm saying is like basically the U- bjp's vote share since 2014 which it was also 40% the 40% i'm saying is in seats it contested mm. it's always fluctuated between 37 from bihar to 42 but which is up so but the problem is that the opposition is ganging up and all the votes are getting transferred to the main opposition which is so, the, i think the so mahagathbandhan is mahagathbandhan is a source of legitimate concern uh yeah i would say up to certain extent but i think lot of this vote transfer is not the uh, there was no mahagathbandhan in any of these states mm. it's the others and the independents collapsing their vote into congress because gujarat was bipolar mm. uh mp was bipolar and chatisgarh was bipolar but yeah so the warning bell for bjp is that if like mp or rajasthan it can hold their vote share maybe there can be a contest but in 2019 if it completely collapses like chatisgarh then bjp is gone from power yeah no it's a, it's a very 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 uh, so i don't think it, that is going to happen again um, the issues are going to be different and then prime minister modi is going to be the face so that is going to be mm-hmm. the biggest change right i personally feel but, mm, and then, but i have a counterpoint uh, that mm-hmm. see like uh, this good and bad obviously it's not like end of the world this elections and it's also not like it to be taken lightly you know that modi aayega sab kuch theek ho jayega that also should not be taken i think some a middle road approach should be taken see what people said in chatisgarh and madhya pradesh that raman singh and shivraj singh are very popular so the anti incumbency anger against the mlas will be forgotten now you can same extrapolate the same thing that okay modi is popular but what if your incumbent mp is unpopular that could be a that is a legitimate BJP. point that is a very so I, 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 you remember point. the discussion i had i think like you could have more than one third mps replaced like in gujarat so but now it could even rise to maybe the three digits like you could even have 100 mps replaced before 2019 who are not performing well it could well happen it could well happen that is that is that is that is a legitimate fear so um, i mean you know interesting points and um, that's something mr modi and mr shah definitely have to consider that um, the national elections the the key is for the prime minister and for bjp it, they sh- they need to make it as presidential as they can and for congress and mm-hmm. mahagathbandhan they are going to make it as 543 elections rather than one election so yeah yeah ultimate. yeah i mean the mahagathbandhan they need like smart tactical alliances and i think bjp also needs the same because as you as i was saying like the bjp is kind of stuck in the high 30 low 40% vote share so there is no organic growth to be done it only can be done with allies i mean they have alienated some of their allies and they just need to patch up for the time being mm-hmm. and also attract all those you know 1% or 2% or 5% or parties if to sacrifice five seats let's say out of 50 for them 
you might win the remaining 40 so, but if you contest those 50 alone you might just win 20 so of that's, them so that's you, something that the india today pollster was saying pradeep gupta that uh, he thinks that bjp is going to be become more malleable than the congress and congress might become a little more arrogant after this so what happens remains to be seen on the next part i mean which is uh, the concluding part of this discussion we're going to talk a little bit about mizoram telangana and then end with the national picture so stay tuned so another fascinating thing was mizoram right so the mizo national front uh, won after 10 years uh, congress lal thanwala was defeated um, so this completes the complete sweep of the northeast uh, congress is no longer there in any state in northeast india it's all bjp or nda right correct me if i'm wrong no yeah you are correct it's all the nda alliance no, or nda uh, as they call it national nda sorry yeah and um so this was fascinating uh, i mean the story of mizo national front is incredible considering how it started with lal denga and you know um it started with insurgency to then complete peace and un- unreal so i mean i would urge our listeners to sell this but um quickly uh, mohal this is another significant victory for the mnf right um uh, that the congress i mean the Cong- a lot of people thought that the congress might have a chance but then it was wiped out it only won 5 out of 4 Yeah, I mean, uh, Congress was battling like ten years of anti-incumbency. Mm. So the only question was whether MNF would fight in alliance with BJP, but they just decided to go alone because they didn't think BJP was strong enough. Yeah, and I mean, BJP won one one seat, and then I yeah. I think, but MNF is still going to come and join the NDA. That's the hope, anyways. I think for the, on the BJP headquarters. So that is why they called it the NEDA. That it might still be. A, it's going to be like the SDF, the Sikkim Democratic Front, which fights, wins elections on its own. But I think it's allied with the NDA. So, yeah, yeah. So yeah, which I mean, you know, from now we come to from there we come to Telangana, and Telangana is another fascinating story. People expected uh, TRS to win. I I know there are pollsters out there to, uh, calling. Oh, we got the trend right. uh but then they uh, you know you can't i mean you can't say you got the 10 trend right and get the seats so horribly wrong like tr is one almost 4/5 majority that is unreal yeah. 88 out of 119 seats and that to an incumbent government right and an a government you know that has come on a you know telangana statehood movement statehood parties don't do as so well in a next election after they won so and not to forget they have like 47% vote share in a uh, multipolar fight right yeah that is unbelievable i mean to give you perspective congress and tdp in an alliance together had 32% <laughs> so i mean the, the, and, and, and trs had 47% it's a 15% gap and and bjp had 7% so this is i mean trs this is this is the kcr family hold of telangana is complete i think kc they are there to stay and um, whatever their message was seemed to have clicked um, what is fascinating i find mohal is that bjp and and sudhir uh, sudhir kumar has an excellent piece on mind makers right yeah. now on why bjp lost telangana i would urge everyone to read it 
um he talks in detail about uh, what were the issues why where the bjp fell short why they should have focused on local issues but one seat for a national party that already had four seats or something earlier in telangana is unacceptable they should have gotten at least they should have had a target of at least 10 to 12 seats this time so what do you think mohan yeah i mean the the bjp's target was 5 to 10 and their dream scenario as i written is was that if trs falls short they will be forced to come to bjp uh, for forming an alliance but uh, trs put all that to rest by just simply sweeping with a 3/4 majority yeah i mean 3/4 <laughs> sorry not 4/5 3/4 majority which is still stupendous yeah. by the way but still yeah I yeah mean, uh, uh, <clears throat> So yeah, but I think so. Sudhir lays out a bunch of reasons, and I would I don't want to repeat them. Uh, I I would urge people to read him. But the 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 fact is, TRS is going to um, the, out of the seventeen MPs in Lok Sabha, one can imagine that TRS will end, at least end up with thirteen or fourteen if these tre- trends hold true. Yeah, I think they have eleven, and uh, I forget like how they uh, are like probably nineteen MPs, right? Seventeen, seventeen. Okay, yeah. So easily, I think uh, now with BJP looking slightly weaker, I mean, in need of allies, uh, this would increase the uh, KCR's leverage yeah. in any government I, I, formation. I, I, the only way, the way it looks like BJP has only one seat secured, Sikandarabad Lok Sabha, and AIMIM uh-huh. will, will Hyderabad. So the other fifteen <laughs> are up for grabs. <laughs> yeah. that's true that's that's the only conclusion uh, i can give so far but looking at how abysmal bjp's performance was in the state polls i sikandrabad also looks difficult but what what they have to be careful is i think we, there is a, there is a space for bjp to become the second largest party and the formation they just have to play their cards well bjp was in favor of telang forming telangana uh, i mean was the one of the first parties to be in favor of telangana so i find it bizarre that this is the situation there so anyways that's 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 what it seems like so far uh let's talk about the national picture before we wrap up um mohan so a lot of people were trying to i mean at you know trying to of course be fancy and extrapolate lok sabha seats for narendra modi i don't think we can do that i think this is an indicator that the strike rate that he had in these three states that might not be repeated again unless some something very miraculous happens for him but i don't see them going down to 30 or 31 i think they will at least probably maintain around 50 seats out of 65 uh yeah that could be very well happening i mean the one thing we can say for sure that the the modi way which probably peaked in up in 2017 uh, has uh, crested the back down hmm. uh come back down sorry so i mean i, I, I would say that i think the opposition might have just figured a way out uh to crack uh, uh some of the code some of the code i'm saying uh in telangana obviously the mahagathbandhan did not work it backfired and in up that could be the case with rebels and seat sharing and stuff these three again were states where congress was the principal opposition party so even if they wanted to go with a little bit of mahagathbandhan but even then they could not find an alliance with mayawati i suspect had in madhya pradesh they had gone in an alliance with mayawati their performance might have been a lot better so um so i think two, two points yeah sorry please. go ahead no no go ahead go ahead please so two points like in yes in the uh, meeting of 
the opposition parties, which was called on the 10th, a day before the results were announced, there were two leaders conspicuous by their absence. It was Akhilesh and Mayawati, which yes. is kind of interesting because the the main state for Mahagathbandhan is UP after all, right? Yeah. Everywhere else it's a mini Mahagathbandhan. So that is still something which needs to be watched out. Now, I mean, the, the bad, bad news for BJP is it's 0-3. But the good news for BJP could be that if Congress thinks now itself it can take on the BJP everywhere across the nation, then Congress might uh, estimate its worth to be much higher than uh, what it is and try to extract exactly. bigger deals which from what, the Reliance partners. Which is what the Pradeep Gupta from Axis, who got quite a few uh, uh, right on India Today, um, was saying. But I'll tell you this, and this is the most fascinating. When uh, NDTV had Dr. Farooq Abdullah as one of the panelists talking about these states, so my joke was that if for, for, for the only leader they could get in support of Mahagathbandhan was Farooq Abdullah, that tells you how uh, how serious the other leaders are taking it. But, you know, I think um, that it is a legitimate fear. BJP shouldn't take it lightly. Yeah, I think uh, what Congress has interestingly closed the gap in this election, so it has the potential to close the gap. Now, simply relying that, okay, when, when Modi campaigns, he'll give that 5% delta, It's there is basically no room for error anymore. I mean, all the buffer that was created in 2014 is gone, so BJP has to doubly work hard, connect with the ground reports to see what people are wanting and make course corrections because it's probably only three months before the campaigning for 2019 will start. So there's very little time to do any kind of course corrections. Now, BJP, I mean, Amit Shah and Modi have been shown to be nimble in the past. After the crushing Bihar loss, they did win UP in 2017. So. It's not that it's out of the realm or they are. They don't see the warning signs. This could be maybe a good wake-up call. But it's the time is so short that it would be really hard to make a massive correction no, be, in terms of policies. To ignore. I think Prime Minister Modi is going to be back with a vengeance. I think this is this is a wake-up call. Uh, a lot of people were saying this is uh, this could be a backlash from communities after GST and demonetization too. I don't know if we can just put it as simply because, you know, I find that pundits basically want to push their agenda. So they'll find what they'll draw whatever conclusion they want and take whatever facts they want. But yeah. you cannot dismiss it that GST did not play an effect. So maybe the government might have to reach out to the traders who have been affected by GST and, you know, allay their concerns that, you know, things will be better and how they can. So that is something in the next six months that I think we're going to see or in the next four months now. Mm -hmm. Because the Lok Sabha yeah. elections will happen See, in March. I think you, you bring up a good point that probably every anchor or media personality was putting out his spin on this. Like someone said rural distress, someone said GST, someone said demo, someone said uh, lack of jobs. Hmm. Now the now it's hard to someone say. Someone even said Yogi Adityanath. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there could be like a whole host of issues. It could be a little bit of everything. Now, I'm not saying that any of these issues don't exist on the exist on the ground. There could be, but I mean, everybody could put their own spin and like see, everybody could have small grievances. Hmm. But when he votes, you don't know which is the grievance which causes him to uh, press the button in this because if there was massive anger against like there should be landslides against the BJP in these states, but. 
the only saving grace is that it was like even stevens in terms of vote share right so so it's not except, completely I mean, except for chatisgarh which was a huge setback uh, um, mm. i think in the other three other three in the other two states bjp is down but not definitely not out i think they 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 can spring back up in telangana it's quite down but i think they still have a 7% vote share to build up on so they should definitely look to build that up at least in double digits in the lok sabha so that remains to be seen how how much they do it but to wrap it up i think i think overall this was a good day in the office for the congress um a setback yeah. for the bjp but i don't think anything is settled for 2019 it has definitely opened up the contest but i think prime minister modi still remains one of the most popular faces the most popular face in india yeah. and i think given a choice between prime minister modi and mr rahul gandhi the prime minister does stand to gain significantly yeah it's changed probably like let's say a likely bjp to a like a lean bjp you know so yeah. it just like become more closer than before interesting absolutely so that that's a, that's a good point um, with which we are wrapping up this analysis um, thank you for joining us this week mohal um, always Thanks, always great to have you on we'll do more state by state analysis in the days to come uh, and this story is not yet over who knows what drama we might see but so far um, it is a little bit of a wake up call for the bjp let's see what the next um, two or three months hold thank you guys and we'll be back with more um, uh, on the podcast um, uh, in the next few days to come thank you